Are you ready for some fun? Oh, yeah! This service is brought to you by the Pleasure Club. If you're under 18 and do not wish to be billed, please hang up now. Who said buying a home should be uptight and boring? It's time for Patty's Playhouse, your local real estate talk show with Patty and Scott. It's house talk with a happy ending each and every time. Patty's Playhouse with Patty and Scott starts now. Working out to find what a way to make a living. Patty, getting by, it's all taking and no giving. Just use your mind and they never give you credit. It's enough to drive you crazy and you let it. Patty Wilson in Patty's Playhouse. We're back. We took a week off. We're back. We're a real estate, real estate talk show in based in Tallahassee, Florida. Based. Based. Because hmm. we have still That's up where our home offices in Namibia. Yes. So, <laughs> Here we are. We have a listener in Djibouti. Yes. One. Someone in Sweden. But we'll take it. Yeah. One. So what'd you do with your week off? Oh my, Scott! Did you have a long week? <laughs> I've had a very long week. Yep. Yeah. yeah, I had a very long week. Yes, and now it's oh here it's, we are. It's yeah, it's a very long week, and I just want to take a second. I'm Patty Wilson. I'm a real estate agent, and this is Scott Cowart, my business partner and co-host. And I just want to take a minute. My mom passed away last week, last Tuesday, and my brother-in-law passed away right before my mother. And I just want to take a moment to thank literally over a thousand messages like i knew my mom was popular uh up north in harrisburg pennsylvania but hundreds and hundreds and hundreds it was amazing and i tried to respond to everybody i hope i did but thank you very much for just mm, acknowledging my mom so thank you yeah tough week for you for it was sure. a tough week i've never had that happen i've had it happen like when i was a nurse i've seen people like have quick death death in their family or something but it's never happened to us this was the closest death i've ever had my grandparents they died of old age but this was the closest immediate death 
it's definitely different for sure. It is. I mean, yeah. Not had Stuart a died suddenly. That's my brother-in-law, Stuart Zeritsky, and he lived locally. And it's actually my sister-in-law's husband, but to me, he was my brother-in-law. I mean, we he he was funny. He mastered the eye roll. Like I was trying to think, like what could I say about Stuart? I mean, he was so funny. But what did he could eye roll you? <laughs> it was like a really good eye roll. Like, what are you thinking? But he loved music. He loved food. He was really big on the Tallahassee Foodies homepage. I mean, he loved cooking food. He was about to retire in September from Honeywell, which is very sad. Um, but yeah, he died. So unexpectedly, it's gone. No doubt. unexpectedly. And to that note, I, I mean, if you he had a stomach ailment for a couple of days. They did surgery, and unfortunately, he did not wake up. Wow. So that being said, uh, the doctor had told my sister-in-law, Joanne, that you know most, most often this happens with men because they put it off. But he really wasn't in pain. He was in discomfort, but he wasn't in pain. And some people feel pain, and some people don't. You know, that all registers. But he went to the doctor on, on Friday, and then he didn't wake up once they did the surgery. So... Bless his heart. I mean, bless Joanne. Thank you all so much. And then my mom, the lesson here is the COVID. So my mom acquired the COVID in her nursing home at Avante Nursing Home in Leesburg, Florida. I guess three gals, three staff people, we'll assume gals because that's what mostly works in a nursing home, contracted the COVID outside of the nursing home. They brought it to the nursing home. And from what I know, um, six uh, residents, and my mom was one of them. And she made it like six days after. And honestly, when I was told, I was sitting in here in the radio, and I, my dad called me, and I, whenever he calls, I mean, he's 85, so you, you answer, because you don't know. And he's like, I want you to know, you know, mom is, mom tested positive for COVID. It just never occurred to me that she'd pass away from it, ever, ever, ever. And he goes, I don't want to worry you, but I'm going to worry you. And I was like, okay. I mean, I took it in stride, right? And my son says, because, you know, this thing with the Holy Spirit, my son's like, Mom, that was the Holy Spirit protecting you because you would have lost your mind had I known what I didn't know, which is good. So, and then she died the following Tuesday. So she had no pain and she wasn't, she wasn't in any discomfort. And for that, I'm eternally grateful to her, her nurse, Teresa. Do you know if she's the only one that passed away? I have away? no idea, but I'm going to find out. Hmm. So I'm, I'm like the investigator here in our uh, work relationship, but I intend to find out what happened. And there's contact tracing, so they should have some idea. And my sister, Teresa, says, you know, Patty, you know, not to blame the girls that brought it in. And that's not, I, it's not a blame situation because they probably didn't know they had it. They were younger girls. My challenge is, you know, these masks, masks, masks. Well, all of these girls wore masks and most wore face shields. Right. So... Ta-da! Does it work? Does it not work? In my case, my mom's case, it did not work. The mask and the face shield did not work. Oh, well, I mean, if that's the way it was yeah. received. Because I mean, most of the girls, it's right. A, it's about washing your hands yeah. and about what you touch. And, and it's about know. disposing of the mask. So I'm a, I'm a nurse, a licensed nurse, but you wear a mask, you leave a room, you dispose of the mask, you get a new mask. You wear a mask. Like if somebody had which most people who've been in the hospital for a long time, E. coli, which is very tactilely introduced and transferred. Right. Um, it's a, it's a, a bacteria that once you get it, you just, you know, chronic diarrhea, right? So, but, but you, you take everything off, you wash your hands, you go get new stuff. 
And that's where I think nursing homes really aren't set up for this, for the virus. So I'm very forgiving for that situation. There has to be some learning and they have to have, I don't, I don't know the situation, so I can't answer to it. And Lord knows they're not taking my calls. So they're not well, taking, they're not taking too, my calls. I, I am more disturbed by seeing people use their hands that already have gloves on them mm-hmm. on a cash register and then go to do whatever they're going to do without changing them. There's so not what's proper the training. Point? So what's the point? There is no point. I mean, I might answer my own question, Yeah, but it just makes no sense They to just me. don't have proper training for this. And it's like you go to a restaurant. I mean, I'm not about cancel culture, but you watch a girl take a rag that was sitting wherever on whatever counter mm-hmm. and going to wipe off each table. Well, it... Come on. Like, you shouldn't have a rag. You should have disposable cloths. And yes, it raises the prices, but do you really want that? Do you really want that? Do you want your kids, your staff to get sick? Because that's one way it can. But, I mean, I have this whole thing about masks or unmasked, but these girls wore masks and face shields. Well, if nothing else, I think everybody is learning more and more about this. It's mm-hmm. unfortunate. That something has happened. It is unfortunate, and you know, but I to know your mom and other people. For my mom, because one. of her nurse, her name is Teresa Benjamin. Because of her nurse, I know my mom did not suffer. Because my, people may or may not understand this, but I was a hospice nurse. But I needed to is be there as best I could, and she allowed me to FaceTime with her That's while good. my mom was in her final moments, and it the relief I feel. Because you hear all these horror stories about the COVID and the uh, the oxygen starvation that people feel, and it's so painful. And it's she had none of that, none of it. And she's only one case out of thousands, or I don't know, tens of thousands. But I know, and that's what I live with: that she did not feel any pain, and that's very cool. And I thank Teresa Benjamin, and I thank the staff that did help with my mother. And, you know, it's just a little lesson for people about masks and face shields and wash your hands. Touch something, wash your hands. Touch something, wash your hands. Well, especially if you're around the aged. I mean, <laughs> it seems like it would be even more obvious, mm-hmm. but, you know. And, we, like, we talk about how Scott's husband, Jeff, works at the hospital. So we're very cognizant of where we go so that we don't interact and then transfer to Jeff, who would transfer it to the hospital. Yes, that would not be good. So no. we are. So we're very cognizant of that, even if we don't always wear a mask together or ever. But we're very, we don't, we try not to touch the same things or be, I don't know. We don't go out a lot anyway. So is there true. is that helpful. I mean, I date a lot of empty houses. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, on that I, note. So I, that was my week. I and can only yes, blame myself. It was long and, you know. It is life. She was. She would be 86 September 1st, and she was a happy lady. And for that, my all her kids, she saw grow up to be healthy adults. She had a slew of grandchildren. I think there's 13 or 14. Wow. And then great grands all over the place. So she was a very happy lady. The the only like twinge of sadness I feel is my daughter. So my daughter didn't make it back from Djibouti to see her, but um, the funeral services will wait until Molly gets home. Oh, that'd be nice. I mean, so it'll be she, nice for she's Molly. She's been cremated. So. She'll be cre- Yeah, she was cremated, which I think they really are trying to do with the COVID anyway. But, well, I mean, I mean, it makes sense, and then you can kind of do what you want. But it's it, his or her beliefs. It is what it is. But 
So my dad's doing really well, and I believe I talked to Joanne a couple days ago with Stuart, and she's doing well. Good. So that's good. That's all you can ask for is that people just take a big deep breath and enjoy your life, enjoy it. And we do. Like if you know anything about us, we we have fun. A lot of it. So the music for the most part today is for my mom and for Stuart. Sorry about that in advance. I love it. Well, one is mine. (laughs) One song is, is it for the most part? This is Patty's Playhouse. Our number is 850-656-0009. It's Patty and Scott. I know it's so bad. But life goes on And this world Am I told you I swear you put the sun up in my sky When it's cold You pull me closer So hot it's like the middle of July Welcome back. This is Patty's Playhouse. I'm Patty Wilson, a real estate agent. This is Scott Cowart, my co-host. Co-host. I'm the co-host. I'm going to say cohort. I don't know where that came from. My last name. Yeah. <laughs> Cowart. Scott Cowart. Nope. Our number is 850-656-0009. It's a little radio show where we try to make people laugh and talk about real estate. So La- you have a new listing. We do. What is it? Well, we have a few, but... The only one we can talk about mm. is a 47 Blue Heron. It is um, in Havana on Lake Yvette. It's a 3-2, uh, close to 2,000 square feet. It has been, um, it's got a new roof, new AC, and it has been uh, styled by yours truly. I haven't seen it. It's looking good. It's I looking haven't good. seen it. I hope I get to go see it before it goes under contract. Uh, well, if not, you can see it directly after. Yeah, I know, but I like to go, Whoa! I like that wow moment well, for myself. I really look forward to it. You can, you'll, you'll get your wow. Uh, in fact, today he sent a picture of a bedroom <laughs> and I was like, cause I asked him to look for bedding for me. And I said, is this my bedroom? Is this going to be my bedroom? And he was like, it can be if you want. And I was like, I don't even understand that. So <laughs> I was like, is he charging me? Like, what is this? Like I had this, all these thoughts in my head. He goes, no, this isn't even a stock photo. And I was like, I thought it was your inspiration for, for the bedroom. For your bedroom. No. no, for whatever bedroom. I thought it was an inspirational uh, photo. Uh, like you did for Shannon Lakes where you sent uh, me an inspirational yeah. photo. So I thought it was a stock photo and your inspiration. Uh, Come to find out, this is the master just, bedroom that's going to be in 47 Blue Heron. Correct. Absolutely freaking gorgeous. It is, it is one of my favorite beds for sure. I said, it's freaking stunning. It's gorgeous. Like, I can't even... It's got pinks. It's got blacks. It's got gold, green. Like, it's lush. It definitely is. Scrumptious. It is a nice a nice setup. Oh, it's beautiful. I can't wait to see it. It is. It is. It'll probably be gone in a quick minute. I hope so. I mean, that's the goal. I mean, people ask me that all the time, though. <laughs> Are you sad that it's gone after you work, you know, on it? And I said, no. Because there's always the next one. The color combination is what makes it so stunning. And that... Did you take that picture? I did take that picture. Well, bang up I, job, dude. With my with my iPhone. I yeah, was, was I was beautiful. in there and I was finished, you know, little touches at uh, the end and I don't like to take any pictures. I should be, but I don't I like know. to take pictures until it's kind of put together and so 
I just snapped it and sent it to you. It was beautiful. But I, it didn't dawn on me until I said Blue Heron that you didn't realize. I forgot you asked me to get you a comforter. I thought, or a, yeah, or to a, look for right. one. Yeah. So it didn't dawn on me that, that that's what you were saying. I was like, this isn't a stock photo. Okay, like, so. This, I this, thought you thought maybe it was the label of like a, a bedding, comforter. Yeah, yeah, comforter. Like a Ralph I knew Lauren it was thing. a room, but I thought it was a magazine in a room and it was your mm. inspiration yeah. for, a, for a bedroom coming soon. Like, yeah. we, I mean, like you were just holding it. But, yeah. But it has, okay, so let's like, the difference. In the, if I use leopard print, florals, gold green it would look like a hot mess people think i'm crazy for sure <laughs> but when but you put it together it's gorgeous good it's gorgeous it's Meghan markle worthy and i don't even like her so I, that's well, I think, it's beautiful I think it's people, absolutely beautiful people are swayed by what other people think mm-hmm. is supposed to be good or you, look good but, but not everyone can take that color selection and that's not what we're going to talk about today but the, and make it look together like you say together is that word the put together look well yeah i mean it's the attention to detail that makes mm-hmm. things look good but I you, wanted also, to you also about, have to make a bed well i wanted to talk <laughs> about price per square foot again because yeah. we don't you know mm. so we'll talk about that Every, everybody likes price but, per square so foot. that is un- and then the others are closing so that bam boom yeah but we've got a few coming, coming on. up mm-hmm, I mean, but we just can't talk yesterday about was a long day of moving yeah i got to come to that party yeah how was it <laughs> Hot. I was not dressed properly. It, I mean, I was moves. dressed properly and still not dressed properly. Yeah, I was not it dressed is, properly. It is a rough ride for I had day. like a three-quarter length shirt Because <laughs> he's like, hey, Patty, could you just help come direct the, the big stuff? Run interference. And then it was like, well, I can't just stand here. That's ridiculous. So I started helping and I had long jeans on. It was a mess. Yeah. I got to get my hair cut after. But so. they get, that was my reward. They get, they get everything done typically it's nice to have somebody there that can just this goes here this goes there because i'm typically putting boxes your boxes yeah boxing I, together i'm i'm trying to get everything ready yeah, and so the, they can move it we really move in a whole house full of stuff like you that would, was a 20 foot truck you would know it <laughs> that was full plus my truck was full plus the van we have is full i i didn't realize i use so many books like you i use, use a, a lot, lot of books, books. and and we're going to have to get like milk into, crates though. or something to yeah, carry we, them we out. Do. That's a good idea. I Honestly, every house I go into, I feel like I don't have Be enough easier books. to carry and them yet, in the books. When you take everything out, you're like, oh my word. No, and you see it all stacked up. But the movers, we have our own movers, and they're newer with us, but they did a nice job. They do. They a, were very efficient. It it has changed my life. <laughs> for Having sure. efficient people. Well, yeah, around. I mean, it's just because... I want to get in and get out. I don't want to. Yeah, it was two hours in and out. Yeah, I'm not interested in having it. It was a belabored. 20 foot truck in that house, and it was packed to the gills. Mm-hmm. And then we had another one to move after that, and they had to make two trips because that it one. didn't all fit in there. Oh, which I was like shocked. Yeah, I think a lot of people think staging is we're just going to bring in some few pieces, like a table, a dinette, table linens. Don't use them. Please. All of that, but no, we're bringing in everything for the most part the on most a part. vacant home. Yeah, no, we're doing that. But I want to talk about price per square foot. Go on, because people have been sending me some really funny photos. If you go to my personal page, it's Patty Johnson Wilson, and one of the photos this week was I called it a preacher. So it's a white kitchen with L-shaped countertop, and in the center was probably <laughs> I don't know eighteen inches by eighteen inch island. 
with one okay, outlet. I wouldn't even call that an island, but go on. Well, it has to be an island. What it's else? The smallest. It looked like island. a pulpit. It really does it look does. like a pulpit. It does. And it had uh, a one plug, and you could see their USB brick in the side. So we wouldn't even like that picture because they left the brick in the side. That I was saw ridiculous. That. And then it had either real drawer, one real drawer, and fake drawers. Yeah, I don't know what any of that but was. That is but a that's a big that's, expensive fix, which I, is why price per square foot doesn't work. I just don't know why anyone would have done that. Because if you're taking, you know, the average say one hundred and fifty dollars a square foot for a two thousand square foot home, that's one story, and people do stuff like that, that that's a deduction on the house. You it really can't just is. call it price per square foot. And and appraisers look at that, and underwriters look at that. Really, underwriters are. They're scouring these reports to make sure that the home is truly like that. Most appraisers will say the uh, the home is marketable, which we all do. You know, the home is marketable. That's why it's under contract, right? So it's obviously marketable. But they want to know why, why it's been marketable. How long was the market? How many people sell the house? How many offers in? They want to know all of that now, which they didn't used to. Give well, a crap. They must have a lot of time on their hands or assistance or something. But we got a lot of questions about. How many offers? What's that look like? Why is that there? Why are the shingles green? Why are they white? Why are they gray? What What is it? What is the... Like, say we had a house that had a white shingle. I would probably now, which I didn't have to before, find another home within a mile with a white shingle roof. Well, first of all, don't get a white shingle roof. Well, they do for energy efficiency. I know. I just don't like them. I know. But they do. But that's a, it's a rarity. So if I had a home with solar panels, I have to find another home with solar. You can't just do price per square foot. People do. I had a realtor call me and said, Patty, can can we go measure this home? Uh, we're not the agents. She's the agent. Can So my husband went to measure because he's really good at it. And, and I said, well, what price range are you looking at? Because for myself, for buyers. And she said, well, I'm going to take it 150 a foot times whatever. And I... She's my friend, so I didn't feel the need to correct her right then, but it is something where she's going to have to think about it. That's a two-story home, not a one-story. It has an above-ground pool. You have to take all of that into consideration in the price of the home. It's assembled. I think a lot of people use price per square foot in certain areas where it makes more sense. South Florida being one, they have these massive developments where there's three models, and, and it would also play a part in terms of the tenure of the, the house so if it's two three years in nobody's made any massive changes you know if, if you're 30 years in then clearly you're going to see some variables but a general rule for Tallahassee is that because we have such diverse homes in diverse areas that price per square foot is not necessarily the best methodology in Mm -mm. terms of looking at your house no so we say that appraisers derive value they take all of the stuff all of the available information and we develop a price Mm. we don't just extrapolate taking a price per square foot and multiplying it times square footage luckily for me no because my homes are different yeah this is patty wilson patty's playhouse our number is 850-656- Triple zero nine. Stick with us. We're going to talk more about real estate. Who's got the claws in you, my friend? Into your heart, heart beat again. Sweet like a to my soul. Sweet you 
hell is for the way you look at me. O is for the only one I see. V is very, very extraordinary. E is even more than any. One that you Welcome back. <laughs> I'm Patty Wilson. This is Patty's Playhouse. That's Nat King Cole, which was one of my mom's favorites. So I needed something upbeat from all the other music, which was kind of slow. Uh, and... Mine was not. No. Mine was upbeat. No, but my mom loved Nat King she Cole. She would have loved Holiday by Lil Mix, too. <laughs> <laughs> she can thank me later. My mom and dad were the <laughs> queen and king of easy listening, mm. which now I like. I didn't like it when I was younger. I'm like, can you not find music with words? Can you please? <laughs> they used to listen to, oh, you remember, a, well, AM stations, because it's really all we had in the 70s. But I'm like, can, is there no music with words? Some, and now some it's Jack like, Jones. there's a station out of Jacksonville. Jack, Jones. Yeah, Jack Jones was David Cassidy's dad. Ah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Sean Cassidy. Didn't know that. David Cassidy. Didn't yeah. know that. You didn't know that? No, but I, we have a lot of Jack Jones albums you do at least 10 cow yeah that's david cassidy's dad yeah. he died in fire yeah well i didn't know he died yeah in fire, he jeff, jeff is the king of easy listening. oh too. i love easy listening but there's this it's i think it's called jones university or jones college over in jacksonville yeah that i listen to when i go over that way hmm. that's all easy listening because it's really hard to find now yeah i don't too much of that well this is a real estate real estate real estate radio show and we're real tours we sell houses and decorate houses we do it all we do it all yeah full service here so we talk about real estate so last segment we were talking about price per square foot and why as an appraiser which i am one rd6627 you can't take a square footage and then extrapolate it out some homes are one story some homes are two if a home was built this happens a lot Folks will buy a house that's 1982, they'll renovate it, and then want it compared to a brand new home. It doesn't work that way. They'll also have a home that's next door to a home that's been redone and want the amount of money. And want that one. When they can't get that because it's not been upgraded. Yeah. So That happens a lot, too. Yes. So we're the type of agents that will tell you the truth, even when you don't want to hear it, and then you get to decide what your, what your path is. Your real estate decision tree. Mm-hmm. Coming live. Yep. Right here. Tell the truth. Mm, I do that yep. quite a bit. I'm getting better at how I express the truth. <laughs> but okay. it's still, you yep. got to tell them ethically we're bound by it. That's debatable. And you know, every realtor is bound by it. If we know something that's that affects the material value of the home, we have to tell. And typically. A I lot do. of times in an email. Because <laughs> it makes me nervous. See, that's where it. we differ. Yeah, you have I, no problem. I do not have a problem delivering that information as a general rule. <laughs> I mean, well, people want to feel good about their decisions. And, I and they can to. for when they live there. It's when you go to sell it. It's like this person who put this pulpit in their kitchen probably felt grand about it. They probably was like, this is, this is innovative. This really tall phone holder or somebody wrote fruit. They are going to put fruit well, there what, like it was a museum What piece. they weren't doing is praying about the kitchen. <laughs> I can tell you that because like, that was a bad decision. Can you imagine one of those can lights or hi-hats like you call them? Yes. Just focused down like it's a gallery? Uh, I would not be shocked if that exists. I don't know. Is it a gun drawer? Like what is in there? I, I, 
could not tell you. Then there was another one someone sent me. It was all red. Everything was red but the countertops. The walls were red. Everything was red. The living room had red. That you. That's why is the exact example why we don't do price per square foot. You can't build a fuchsia home and expect it to sell for the home that's gray and white. It's just not going to work. I mean, we say all the time that it it has a lot to do with either condition, right, or sometimes it's just time. So if you run across the right person who absolutely loves fuchsia and you happen to be on the market at that time, it may work out for you. But as a general rule, that's not the case. And as a bigger to, role, you, the underwriter is going to ask. Right. You have to appeal to much more than that singular The person. underwriter is going to want to know why is this fuchsia right. and how does that relay into the rest of the market. And sometimes we don't have enough data, especially right now because – we're such a shortage of supply. We don't have enough data to support whatever decision we make. That's the other challenge is there's such a shortage of, of homes all throughout the country. It's not just here. Well, these interest rates and people not wanting to move because of the COVID and whatnot. So it's turned into a real supply and well, demand conundrum. Yeah. yeah, it has been. So price per square foot, we don't do it. Most realtors shouldn't do it. It's something that shows up on our listing as a marketing tool, I guess. But it's really of no value because if you have a house that's 1,700 square foot on a third of an acre and one that's on half an acre, same thing, the price per square foot's going to be different but because the land's different. So you have to take out the cost of the land and then kind of People derive miss it. that a lot. The land? They miss the idea of that the land is the real value in, in most cases for a home. And so the comparable of house to house is not exactly no. the same because of the land. Mm-hmm. So I think that has a lot to do with the confusion that some get with regards to their home. Yeah, they'll say, my house is 0. .40 and this one's 0. .30. Why didn't you give it 25000 Because you can't. Because it's it's very similar. It's a very similar, well, my lot has green space. Well, define what green space is. I mean, that can change. It all can change. But I only look at, as an appraiser, we only look at the very day, shockingly, we are on the property. That is it. So we go that day backwards, not that day forward. So sometimes I'll see a lot of pendings and I'll, talk to my husband i'm like we should wait until those pendings like let's call someone and see if we can hold off because banks want that appraisal fast because they want commitment from the buyer so we i'll say can we wait five days it looks like these are going to close it might help support a better price and a truer version of the appraisal so we'll wait to go on to the property until those close that would make sense i think it's a very forgiving way to look at it because it, it is a truer pendings are the most true comparable available because it's after the appraisal it shows what it's most likely so as an appraiser not as a realtor but as an appraiser if you were to call a realtor about a pending would they tell you what it's pending for no okay they shouldn't no but i I can ask didn't know if it was i'm not an appraiser right i can ask and like we had one where they gave us permission to share it Mm -hmm. they can if they've been given permission by the owner to share it then that's one thing I don't. I ask, is it close to the list price? Mm. Are we looking at very close? Mm-hmm. Are we looking at a lot of concessions? They don't have to tell me. 
most will in some form. They're not going to say yes or no or blanket statements, but it's going to give me a range that I can write some comments. But I really want to wait till it's closed. Mm -hmm. If it says pending, all of our pendings have a date of a proposed date of closing. I really want to wait till it's closed and then I can call and it'll tell me everything. Mm. I look at, uh, we look at uh, seller's disclosures. So I print out of all the comparables we have, we print out all the seller's disclosures. We review them. We put that in there. The more data we have, the better it is to support the contract price, especially in a growing uh, price when prices are being raised. That does make sense. We want to know how old the roof is, how old the AC, how old the fixtures, toilets. I mean, all of that adds money. And you're saying your house is really, you know, it was 1982, but you've done everything but the plumbing fixtures. Well, that's, that's not new. True. You know, so it makes a difference. Like when Scott does the house, he changes the toilets out. Yes, I do. Nobody wants that. What are, how tall are they? I, like 12 inches tall? I, and they're not that expensive. I mean... 100 bucks on gr- a good day. Well, I mean, granted, everybody has certain budgetary constraints, and I get that, but that is an easy fix because for the most part, people have... Uh, the tenure of a toilet is not a real long one, even though people want to believe that it is. So a 10-year-old toilet is going to show somewhere. It is going to show wear, and it isn't going to be as efficient if you're looking at no. lowering your water bill. Correct. I, it just for me, it's if you go replace the seat and are you know changing things about it, and especially if I'm redoing a floor, it just doesn't make sense to put it back in. It's like putting a, a used kitchen sink into new marble. I wouldn't do that either. And we had a listing a little bit ago on Litchfield over off of Lakeshore Drive, and it was a three-bedroom, two-and-a-half bath. But it wasn't your typical two and a half bath because the half bath was in the garage. They had actually originally, they had actually originally, they had that garage set up as an apartment. So that's why there was a half bath out there. So that they could go, you know, do the bathroom, whatever. So you can't really compare that to a two and a half bath that had the half bath in the house. No. Agreed. That is not the same. Yeah. Now in the listing, I put it as the same, but I knew as an appraiser, that's not the same. But in a, in a listing, you. You're just putting I'm marketing what they the house. are, but I'm, you're also just putting what what's there, what's available, right? Mm-hmm. But on the appraisal side, they're gonna they're gonna analyze that. Gonna want to know. Yep. And this is Patsy Cline, "Crazy." It's my mom's favorite song. It's one of mine too. It is. It is. Willie Nelson. This is Patty Wilson, Patty's Playhouse, eight five zero six five six triple zero nine. Crazy for feeling so Welcome back. It's Patty and Scott. Patty's Playhouse, 850-656-0009. And who Good sings song. this song? Is this the Joe Bonamassa? Yeah. Joe Bonamassa. This is Stuart's uh, a favorite band. So Stuart Zertsky. Is that the name of the band? It's or his the song. It's the, I don't know who's singing it, but I just know it's Joe Bonamassa. It's his number one song. That's it's, why I picked it. He's not the singer. I think he's the guitarist. Ah. 
It's like when it was Grover Washington and someone else singing. Grover Washington played the music, but it was someone else singing the music. Then he eventually sings. Then he started singing, yeah. I think it's the same idea. Mm. Like often Santana is just playing music and other people are singing it. I love Santana. I do too. But yeah, Stewart loved concerts. Loved concerts. That he and Joanne went to. Every time Dave Matthews was in was it in ten hours they were going to see Dave Matthews. They were I've, one of them. I heard he's a good live. Yeah, a, a good concert go to. Yeah. Stewart played I don't know what what I think he played guitar. Uh, but he played in a band growing up. Mm. So he was a very he had long hair, he was a hippie. Like you would never know now that he was such a hippie then. But he was. So we liked the same music. So it was very, we had a great relationship. It was very nice. I miss him. He made me laugh. Anybody who makes me laugh is like my best friend. It truly is. I mean, those are the people that you really like want to be around because oh, they make sure. you feel so good about yourself. Well, I think it just, I think it, life is not meant to be so serious. Mm-mm. Sometimes you just got to laugh about it. Dude, no, it is not. Got to laugh. I mean, Luckily, we get a lot of pulpits in our life. So. <laughs> Pulpit, that was hilarious. So, so we get and to fuchsia, fuchsia houses. There have been a lot of fun things, and a lot of times people say, "Where do you get this stuff?" Well, it, I guess it's I've had enough of a following when I started doing these real estate fails that people send them to me now. Well, truth is much funnier than fiction. Oh my god! In many cases. Like I said, I told somebody about this pulpit island. I was like, Scott would be like, let's price this out. Do you have any flooring left? Right. <laughs> to take I mean, this out, cap off the electrical. Something would have to be done. Or build or build around it, a bigger. Yeah, add uh, it on. Yeah, I mean. I just don't even stand. But you'd have to do Like something. somebody spent some money because they put electric in there. That just makes no sense. No. No. Sense. But there's a lot of that. No, there is like a lot really what there is a lot. I want to sell my house for top dollar, but you don't want to make it look top dollar. There's a big difference. You got to make it look good. Well, and I think sometimes really specialized does not work in your favor. No, because the whole idea of what I'm doing is appealing to a larger audience. Yeah, you'll see folks that made me think of that with like a lot of the speakers in their house, mm-hmm. like all of this stuff, but. That just makes people want to tear it out and have big holes in their ceilings. That's like a friend of ours is doing that now. Like when I go through, I look at that stuff and I'm like, oh my God. What was like, there? Why are you having a hole I, in your what ceiling? What am I going to have to do there? And why is this here? So there's a lot of specialized things. Yeah, there was a home a while back. A realtor took me through and asked, asked my appraisal opinion on. And so I did an appraisal on it, but they had a very specific leopard theater. Everything was leopard, which looked very cool. But I'm not buying the house. Yeah, well, again. Like like very particular upholstery. Yeah. Very I, particular. And often when it comes to animal prints, people go overboard. I think it that, was. It was everything that's was one of the fun and beauty parts, beautiful parts of what I do is that I'll use them, but in small doses. I, you can be overwhelmed completely by a lot of it. I go back to our friend, uh, a local guy. He says, I want my house to look like a castle. Well, paint your walls gray and buy pieces. Correct. Buy the pieces that help you like reminisce or and enjoy the castle. Everything doesn't you have to be part of the castle. No, you're not putting like styrofoam bricks. Like up. everything doesn't have to be that. No, it just doesn't. Like I love mid-century modern, but everything I have is not mid-century modern. A no, lot, but the overall theme. Oh, I need you to look it's at a, my. It's a good feel. But when it's we leave, not... I have logos for you to look at. By the way, don't okay. don't leave without looking at those logos. I just think that you you need to be. Things need to feel more traveled. 
We're getting signs for Style and Sold, so I have some logos for him to look at that Grova Creative did. So for you me. can you can see our signs while we're wow, yeah. I mean, that makes you professional. Well, have signs. <laughs> I'm so excited. I like was, that's the stuff I, I, was I love. Professional earlier when you thought my. <laughs> photo was a stock I photo. know I so thought I'll it was a stock that. photo and the fact that I took it which I am a horrible photographer he did a great job it's so. a good angle it's a really good angle well that's what it is it's angles and when to click and lighting yeah I, I I did notice however in mind that you could see the lamp in the picture mm-hmm. that was behind the other lamp mm-hmm. and I was like oh I'm glad I did that because I'll fix that for tomorrow so what are you doing for your birthday go into the beach Scott's we've birthday is on we've what? We've done that pretty much every year since. Is, I don't remember what the day is. Is eight? eight I know your 18th. birthday, but is that a Tuesday? Tuesday. Oh, okay, so the day everybody's voting. Oh, yes, the eighteenth. So we've been going to Ro- Jeff and I have been going to Rosemary Beach for last five six years. Nice. I think there was one year that might have been a hurricane. Or Michael, our looming one. Close thing. So, yeah. So we didn't go, but as a as a general, it's just I don't really like the beach that much but lately the older i get the more i enjoy i've always been around water since i mean i was born in sarasota lived in tampa melbourne Mm -hmm. and i've always been around water so it's i'd rather go to the mountains it's more special special for you i think so i mean but the older i get the more i like going and i'm not i mean i'm very pale so i don't i don't get out in the sun a whole lot but it's just nice to go and just kind of I'm Relax. going to I'm going to Tennessee. Yeah. What brings you to those I'm buying a to car. those parts? I'm going to buy a car. Is it a car? It's a vehicle. What kind of vehicle? A 1993 Land Cruiser with right-hand side steering, Whoa. which will end my this is my dawning on it Your today. life. It will end my <laughs> drive-throughs. <laughs> because it's on the right-hand side and my son Alex is like, "Mom, just back just turn around." I'm not sure that's the way that works. No, he's like, I'll show you. Out. No, so no, it has right hand side steering. I'm very excited. I mean, it's a, it's a, it's not as full bodied because it's an older vehicle. Yeah. So you may be able to reach. It's the size of a Lexus G. I mean, that's the. It came from Japan, and um, so it's a 1993. I'm going to get you what my dad uses in the lawn when he Should picks up pine cones. <laughs> A grabber? It, it's a grabber. And you're going to pull that oh out, and, gonna, and then they'll think you're shooting them. <laughs> <laughs> so this is going to go bad. Here's my real card. <laughs> well, they'll probably think you're being, you know, COVID friendly. Yeah, right? I mean. So my son is buying my truck. Yeah. So we'll still have access to it, which is good, because I'm going to, I'm, I, I said, James, please buy my truck so that I could still see it, because it's so pretty. It really is a pretty truck, but this is a beautiful car. So we'll have fun driving around in it. Or you'll drive. I'm nervous to drive. When she on wants to go when she wants to go through the driver, <laughs> she's gonna ask me, Hey, oh, would you like to go for a ride? I know. Sure. Patty, go get some tea. I can't. <laughs> go get tea. It's probably the worst time for you to be doing that. <laughs> I know, during the COVID. Right, because you I mean I don't know what I'm gonna do. I never went through drive throughs. I always got out. So it's real other than is it Zac- Zacadoos. Zacadoos I mean, we love that's Oh, because tea. you have to go through the drive-through, yeah. but if if there is a a an ability for me to go in, I usually do. Yeah, so I'm going to get a vehicle. That mm-hmm. should be. It'll be fun. Alex is driving me up, and I'm driving it back. Fun and interesting. Yeah. So I'm doing it for your birthday. So I'll be able to like the truck is great, 
if you were going to put a ton of stuff back there, I mean, it has its limitations because it is light and we don't have a trailer or anything, but this looks very tall and that we can put a lot of stuff in the back. Oh, of it. we're going to have a trailer soon, but more importantly, we have our van. We do have the and van. And we have people moving stuff these days. Yeah. So. But it's nice to have that. It is. It is. So I'm going to drive up to Tennessee and then maybe drive over to Nash- beyond Nashville. My aunt, my, my remaining aunt on my mom's side, her last sister, and wave from the, gr- the driveway. I think I'm just going to wave, you know, because of COVID. I don't want her to. She's what, 84. Oh, yeah. She'll yeah. be 84 in this month. But I want to just wave from the driveway. I can't not go and not say. I've been calling her like every couple of days. Mm. So, but she's doing good. She just has a little bit of a cold. But she's funny. She has the best laugh. She sounds nothing like my mother did. And I called her to ask about music from my mom because I couldn't, like, so I don't know this, why, but my brain's disjointed. No. Mm-mm. It was actually Teresa, my sister Teresa helped me out. Mm. And then I knew some, but it, and then I'd been saving music, not knowing why, but I'd hear a song that my parents really liked and I'd Shazam to get the name in the... But I love Ray Price. Um, I love, which I think John played the Al Green version. Um, but I just love music. And my parents did. So it's And Stuart did. So it makes it easy. It was a good transition. It helped me. It helps me. Music helps you. Food helps you, which I'm a keto right now, but food helps you. I'll stick with music. And wine. And wine. That's what works. Cheers, bourbon. So thank you for all, everyone listening. Um, I hope you enjoy the music. Hope you enjoy the show. We try to to make everyone laugh. So this is House Talk with a Happy Ending. Each and every time. (laughs) Had to leave her hanging. (laughs) I was like, are you going to say it? (laughs) 850-656-0009. Thank you. Thank you all very much. Get me through the night